All right, guys, this is Lunch Table Talks part two. We are doing, uh, this is kind of a little bit of a two-part. We had some unforeseen circumstances pop up, but we are here doing them. Yeah, we're back now. Yeah, gone for a minute, to, but we back now. We're not trying to but, uh, clickbait y'all having two parts, like watch a part two. This wasn't intentional, but it's going to be two nah. different parts. NBA playoff picture. <laughs> Nah, I mean, it ends up working out in our favor anyway, just because we can kind of go in depth with some of the things that are going to happen in the playoffs anyway, instead of just trying to rush through everything and make it like a broader spectrum. So um, this time we're doing the West. So right now we have not even not even right now, um, even even for the rest of the season going the number one team, not even just in the West, but all of NBA is the Phoenix Suns. So they have a really oh. good, really good, really good team going right there. Chris Paul, Dev Booker, Miles Bridges, uh, um, DeAndre Eaton, JaVel McGee, et cetera, et cetera. So we got, I can't say we because I'm not a Phoenix Sun fan, but they have some really good uh, talent over there. And they're extremely solid, and they not only are extremely solid, but they are experienced. Um, that was the, my theory. Chris Paul has to lose was, first before he can win. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so in, in the event, then you know, you did say that Milwaukee was your pick in the East. Um, if they get end up getting out of the West, you see them. You see them beating Milwaukee this go around. I can see it. Um, They'll definitely have a new, better strategy on how to contain Giannis. And, uh, you know, the Bucks were just, like, too big for them. That's why they had so many turnovers. Mm-hmm. You know, them passing lanes. You got seven-foot They're long, time. too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Booker, Booker looks hungrier. Um, you know, he looks sharper. He just had nearly 50 the other day. Um, yeah, he had, like, a, he had like, 49 and 10 assists or something like that. Yeah, so – and they're doing all this without Chris Paul. Chris Paul's been out for a few weeks. Yeah, he had like what, like a fractured thumb, like before All Star break or like during All Star break or something like that. Oh uh, yeah, he played like five minutes in the All Star game, and then it was like I'm out. Tiss, tiss, tiss. <laughs> then, uh, but Memphis, they, like, Memphis they, is they damn near locking sleeper. up the number two seed. They my sleeper. I think, uh, yeah, Memphis clinch their playoff position as two seed. Um, and that's, you know, if that's who I think could win it. I think you they'll think, end up in the finals. You think Memphis mm. will win in the finals? Yep. I think Memphis really? will end up in the finals. It's okay. a, it's a, it's not really nice. a sleeper pick, but it is. Yeah. Um, They're too young for how, me, man. They hungry though. They are. Yeah, they're hung- I mean, you got. They're hungry. They hungry. They're hungry, but you think you think they're getting past because for Memphis to get to the finals, they have to get past Golden State and Phoenix. Because I think if the playoff brackets, if the playoff bracket sets up perfectly, since they're the second seed, they won't face the third seed. If I mean, not even really if, because I don't think um, Utah's going to catch Golden State. But um, Golden State being the third seed. It would basically set it up that it'll be the two, it'll be two and the three, and then the one and the four in the second round. I don't think Memphis has enough to beat Golden State like that. I mean, yes, you can go back on history and say that uh, Memphis beat Golden State in the play-in, but Golden State didn't have a uh, Clay Thompson. 
and Jordan Poole a year older. And, um, you know, Draymond Green is relatively healthier. You know, he did he did have an injury that set him back. I think he didn't play for like nine or so games. I do think Steph Curry's supposed to be coming back from his injury because I think he had a he had a like an ankle sprain a little bit ago. So um, yeah, that may a play matter. a part. Matter I don't think I don't I don't think that Golden State's going to win easily. They're not they're not the Golden State from like 2015 or 2016 or even when they had Kevin Durant, obviously, but. I think due to the inexperience of how uh, they are in the playoffs, I do not think Memphis can stack up to Golden State. And I could be wrong, but I do see that series going six or seven games, though. It's it's gonna go it's gonna go deep into the series, but Memphis is gonna pull it out solely because you know they just they have that grind mentality of hey, no one really expects us to make it to the finals. We've been playing hard, you know, but if we face up against the Warriors, it, everybody's going to expect the Warriors to just kick the shit out of us. And Jaws is not going to have any of that shit. He's going to fucking go out there and he's going to he's yeah, gonna put a – take the tops off of people's fucking heads. I, no, I, no. Curry is a bad man, but we all know he's not a defender. <laughs> no. Yeah, Jaws going to make Curry work, bro. Jaws going to make Curry work. Now, if Draymond is healthy, so, then, you know, it's going to be an obstacle for him in the paint. But, um... Man, that, that, that man has dunked over root every fucking center in the true. goddamn NBA. You think Draymond <laughs> Green is going to stop him? Okay, but listen, no, I mean, Draymond Green, saying, as much as I don't like Draymond Green, he's an impact. Draymond Green is a very big impact. He's a very, very under... And, and I mean this lightheartedly, and I'm not saying this to blow smoke up his ass or anything like that. Draymond Green is an underrated defender. Like, I mean... Uh, I think he's pretty... He's he's, he's under, good. He, he's underrated in the sense that people think he's a bad defender, but he's actually a great defender. Yeah. And that's a... Uh, he's a really good defender. That's a uh, bag on LeBron or anything, but notice most of the times LeBron goes off on Golden State, Draymond isn't playing because LeBron has free reign in that paint area. Like when, I'll he give had, you that. when he had like 56, and Draymond wasn't there, and he was doing all them dunks. <laughs> like, I'm getting into so that. Is, speaking that is of true. LeBron and then Draymond guarding both LeBron and Ja, I told y'all last week after we ended the show that I had a hot take. Mm, and the, take? the hot take was that Ja Morant is the next LeBron. Mm. In what regard? He, I feel like in I... every aspect, he is going to. Because he's a scorer, he's a great defender. He he can handle the ball. He controls his team really well. He's got great leadership skills. If he stays healthy, he will be up there with LeBron and Kobe and Jordan. See now, if he if he gets injured, we're gonna have another Derrick Rose situation where he just kind of falls off and mm. just doesn't perform as well. See, I was I I can I can. I see where you're coming from. That's a. I would see. I would think of it more like um, comparing like what there is as far as their draft class, because um, the only reason why I can see it being an obstacle for Ja more than it was for LeBron is because of his size and because he's like LeBron was athletic, freaky athletic. Don't get me wrong. And even at age 37, he's still freaky athletic. 
you shouldn't be, I mean, most 37 year olds are like hooping at the Y because they're done playing basketball, like, like athletic like that. But, um, Ja, and I think we had a conversation like this on our very first episode, I believe so. But, um, Ja reminds me of Derrick Rose in the event that there was a Lakers game that they played. And I, and I think, Sam is going to know what I'm referring to. I think every, I think it was Avery Bradley when he went up, when he got that block, it wasn't even just like that. He just got the block. He was past the square when he grabbed that ball slash blocked that ball and everything. Mm -hmm. And him blocking the shot like that scares me because that's how athletic Derrick Rose was. Now Derrick Rose didn't have hops like that, like that, but Derrick Rose was dunking on folks like nobody's business. I mean, him and Steve Nash are relative in size, but when you posterize Steve Nash, making him look, making Steve Nash look like he's like a midget, you know, in comparison to everybody else, I mean, that's kind of that, that's kind of unreal to me. I mean, so the thing um, with D Rose was though, like, um, a lot of people said that um, he didn't land right whenever he finished his dunks. He didn't, and, and even he that game when uh, he tore his ACL, that was kind of on the coach because, like, why is he even in the game at this point? Like they're up, they're up twelve points, bro. Against like, against Philly, bro. Thibodeau uh, is infamous for overplaying his players, <laughs> like because he wants to play hard, man. Like he has that, he has that army type mentality, man. Like he just wants to play hard all the time. He wants to give you the knockout punch, even though you've already been knocked out. Like come on, man. Yeah, but, but uh, to go on your LeBron take, um, it's funny you say say that. Um, and um, you're not gonna believe this, but. I like what you're saying because I made like this. I remember like a year ago, I, I just randomly tweeted out like Jaff and next LeBron, and everyone called me a madman. <laughs> hey, I'm I, I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, it's uh, like I respect it because um, people were saying no, he's more like Russ, and I could see why they would say that. That as far as no, like, he's not like Russ at all. Maybe like play style, maybe because they're explosive, but like that's about the end of it. But as far as style, I, mean, I could I could definitely see Russ, but as far as you everything could, outside, no, he's as not. Far as you can make the question. See, when I said question, it, he's when I say he's like the next LeBron, I meant like as like the face of the league. I mean, like in that term, yeah. Like he uh, was supposed to be Zion was supposed to be the face of the league, bro. Yeah. Zion just dropped off the face of the earth, bro. Zion, Zion went on that man. fucking James Harden diet and gained six pounds. <laughs> so he, he tried to get in the world. He trying to play for the Knicks. You see that dunk he did though, so. Bro, that don't mean nothing to me, man. You need to do that <laughs> on the court in the game, man. That don't mean nothing to me. I can dunk. Hey, okay? I think that face of Zion. I ain't counting him out. Everybody calling him next Greg Golden. Nah, he was averaging thirty last year. Come on now. Why do you get healthy? Listen. Zion shot better because I think I think if you think about it for his just positioning because now basketball's position is basketball. He's technically a forward. He's not a center or anything. He was finishing better than most of the forwards, power forward, small forward, you know. And he's probably like an inch or two shorter than most of these other guys. So like, like that seven. that is the yeah that's a testament to how good Zion is. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay uh-huh. healthy. And I and I've been saying for like the longest time. He said that you. He's like he's built like a truck. I mean, you can be built like a truck, but you also got to make sure that you don't end up being like Shaq. Shaq, as dominant as Shaq like was, he should have been more dominant because he wasn't in peak condition. 
Kobe <laughs> said all the time he would be he'd be eating like two or three Big Macs before he started the game. What? <laughs> nah, man. Nah. Yeah, you know, sometimes you need that that Mac sauce to get you going. I mean, Shaq man, be I've on never that had. Uh, Shaq was on that uh, Luca regimen. Like, you know, they come into the season out of shape, and then they play themselves into shape. <laughs> James Harden's doing that though, but yeah. you, you, as you can see with James Harden, that can't last that well because you end up getting these minor injuries that end up being major down the road because you keep trying to play yourself into shape. Stop listening, stop, stop kicking a little baby, get even <laughs> damn little pepper wings, and get your ass in the gym. Stop. It, 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 the problem with Harden is his play style doesn't translate to the playoffs because like defenders are playing harder, the refs are calling less calls, and he just ends up getting exposed with um. All them flops are stop working, and like. Well, you also got to think about it. You also got to think about it in like in this essence because I'm gonna go off a little bit more of what you said. You know, the defenders are playing harder because they're able to focus in on you. They're not just seeing you once or twice or three times in a season. They're seeing you every other day, so they know how you're going to play. So, um, my problem with him is not even just like a really a problem. It's more just like. A basketball issue because everybody has this issue when they play basketball like this you have a certain thing that you like to do step back threes mid-range jumpers fadeaway jumpers you know crossovers into the lane whatever when that stops working you get frustrated and you don't know really what to do so i noticed a lot for james harden is if the calls aren't being called you know when he's driving to the lane and he's you know hooking people's arms he's not getting that call or if his step back three isn't working he loses confidence and so he is a shell of himself to the point where people always resort to all oh, this is just playoff harden again i think that with him having joel and b that's going to mm-hmm. take a load off of him but i don't think that is going to complement it that well only because you're going to those touches that joel and b was getting while ben simmons was out he's not going to get nearly that many touches especially when it, when it comes to playoff time. I feel like he should, but who, I mean, really, gonna, who really knows? I mean, because besides Milwaukee, nobody's going to stop Joel. I mean, if they play Miami, you know, Bam might give him a little trouble. But Joel's going to eat, and they got Maxi. Maxi's going to eat. So and Matisse Thibel. Even if uh, Harden, like, starts getting, like, shut down, if he could focus on playmaking, then they'll still thrive. Uh, yeah. I get, I get that. But again, we're talking about the West. <laughs> Got to make sure we get, get back get back to the West. Um, um, I uh, think – I'm into Luka. What, do you think Dallas – you think Dallas is just going to still – is he going to make it out the first round? No. No. <laughs> no, Dallas help. is – He needs help. We all know Luka is that guy. No question. He just needs help. His help should have been Chris Das Porzingis. That's who, that should have been his help, bro. Zingo. Why is poor, why hmm. is Porzingis doing Porzingis things in Washington, knowing damn well they're not gonna go anywhere when he should have been doing that shit in Dallas? I don't get that. I, I less pressure. I, I, I don't know. Or maybe he gets bro. to be the man in Washington. Technically, I mean, nah, watch, Bill, but... watch. You know, he 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 does have a little bit of help with Boban, but nah, that's, not, that's I mean, it's not a whole lot. But you got. It, Boban, if they utilize, if they use Boban a little bit more, it would take some of the load off because Boban's a good finisher. But if you're not utilizing him in the right way, because he's what 
Let me pull it up. He's seven feet four inches. You know, there's not a lot of guys that can guard that down in the paint. You put him down there, post up. You know, if Luca can't get a shot, put it down to Boban, and he finishes that, and then you go back to Luca. But I mean, you know, there's a reason like Boban's slow, like. Like he's big. Yeah, that, that's it's like, true. It's like the same issue with Taco, Taco Fall. Like, um, they're big, <laughs> but like, yep. they're, they they're can't move. They got their mobility, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like if it was, if it's not for the money, Luca's gone. <laughs> like, he, he need to get that Supermax first. I think uh, Luca is going to suffer the same fates that LeBron is suffering where you need to surround him with three indie shooters in order for him to actually thrive because everybody in their mama knows Luca's going to get his. Luca's going to drop 40 something in the playoffs because that's that that's how Luca is. But you need some what Dallas reminds me like I said of very early and not even just very early but even right now LeBron led teams you could have a double-digit lead when LeBron's playing all these minutes in the first half, whatever. You sit LeBron down for, like, three minutes, that lead is gone, just just absolutely gone. And same thing with Luka. Uh, I remember specifically they were facing the Clippers in the first round last year, and they had a 30-11 lead in game three in that, in that playoffs. The moment Luka sits down, the game is tied at the end of the first quarter. So, okay, like – uh, all right, so then, so then Luca has to pretty much keep them afloat because they end up getting behind because, you know, essentially you're playing it's one and a half stars going up against two superstars and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. So you have to play this. All right, you don't know what you're gonna get from Chris Stapps. You don't know what you're gonna get from Tim Hardaway Jr. You don't know what you're gonna get from uh, Trey Burke. You don't know who, what you're gonna get from all these other players. You know what you're gonna get against, uh, as far as Luca's concerned. You don't know what you're gonna get against with like Maxi Kleba, all of them. They're, and they're all good players. They're all really good plug and play players. But it's just there's no offense being generated the moment that Luca sits down on the bench. Yeah, and you need, uh, and you I need kinda, that. I kind of take back my point of him leaving because uh, he just takes me as like a competitor. Like I don't see Luca being like going to a super team in free agency era. You mean you mean like Dame, Damian Lillard where everybody's been taken away from him and he's still just going to be like, I'm going to win in Portland. No, I would say like Dame because uh, Dame uh, no, Dame definitely needs to leave. I feel like Dame you know, needs to. I feel like Dame is comfortable. Like he has no pressure in Portland. Like he's a superstar with like none of the pressure. <laughs> like no one expects him to win at all. He could just get his 60 and dip. <laughs> 60 points. That's what makes me mad. mad about Dame, man. Like, <laughs> Dame is really, really, really good. Like, Dame can get you 60 at any night. And if he had, like, a, if he had like a really good team around him, he could be a real, like, big problem. And instead, he's just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you know, it's, it's Dame time. It's like, well, what about Dame time in somewhere else that could actually give you, like, a fighting chance? No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You know, yeah, I, like, I just, I, I don't, right, he I don't has, get it. He has a city on his side. He got all the money. I mean, he might be competitive. He might want to win a championship, but um, 
but he wants to what what makes it worse um what ends up being being a hindrance on Damian Lillard's legacy is Giannis because Giannis won in Milwaukee nobody Giannis thought Milwaukee help, was going to Milwaukee yeah, lost to Miami the in the bubble, and they're like, all right, we need to fix this. They traded for Drew Holiday, and uh, things turned around for him. They but that's, that's can't the use thing. Eric Bledsoe. You know, <laughs> uh, n- nobody can use Eric Bledsoe, bro. Let's, meanwhile, let's stop that. Portland is like, um, <laughs> oh, you want to? ain't running from the grind? We're going to see. We're going to trade everybody. <laughs> we'll see if you still want to stay here. <laughs> Man. He ain't gonna want to stay there, bro. He is not gonna want to stay there. I don't know if it'd be next year or the year after, but he's not gonna want to stay there, bro. You know, I, I just, I, I don't see it. He said he's too, he's too deep. He said he said way too much about being loyal for him to leave now. Like at this point, it's just a matter of pride. <laughs> see, I, I, I think, I think Portland fans kind of know he's more than one foot out the door, though, because. We've heard we've heard players say that type of stuff all the time. Paul George even said it, just like I'm resigning with a Paul OKC. George, stop, stop. That's Paul George, though. Paul George is the same stop. man that said he grew up a Lakers fan and then proceeded to go to the Clippers because <laughs> he didn't want to, he didn't want to play with LeBron, bro. He didn't want to play with LeBron. He didn't want to be the second guy, bro. He didn't you want to be what? the second guy. I, I agree with I agree with Sam. Fuck Paul George because I had him in my fantasy league and he was going off. And then he fucking got injured, and he hasn't played since like week ten. So I'm pissed at him. <laughs> if I see, if I ever see Paul George in, in person, I'm boxing him on sight. It's hands. Man, one of my uh, man, the just, just said, fuck PG thirteen. We rated off in this piece. My fantasy, uh, one of my friends picked uh, Kyrie, and we was like, man, that was a bad gamble, and that was paying off for him. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it was a bad gamble because you didn't have Kyrie most of the damn season anyway. So, like, you know. Yeah, whatever. but you just, you know, you don't put your whole, you didn't, like, I had guys in my league, or I had a guy in my league that picked him up. And I actually think he traded him, but like two weeks before he came mm-hmm. back and they were allowing him to play. But, you know, that's the way it is. So, uh, who do we have? Uh, let's move on to MVP race. Who we got winning MVP? Um, JoJo should win it. Um, I'm gonna give it to Embiid, bro. But they're probably they might let um Jokic go back to back for some dumb reason. Um, don't get me wrong, well, Jokic is a good player. He's a great player. I ain't trying to hate. Like the way he plays, nah. impossible to guard. You know, he's like a. I know we call uh, Porzingis the unicorn, but Jokic is actually a unicorn. Oh, but I, I think if they were smart, they'd have to give it to Embiid because yeah, the the East, the East is I mean the East isn't what it was like ten years ago when like LeBron was you know punking motherfuckers out of the out of the East. So the East is a little more is is way more competitive than what it has been. And Embiid, and uh, to, he had it last year until he got hurt, and he missed mm-hmm. a lot of games. So that kind of slowed so down his race. But there's a narrative there. And then yeah. Embiid kept that team afloat before the trade to James Harden. Yeah, he, so. he, they not even just like to be kept them afloat. They, I think they were number one for a minute. So, you know, I, I think if they were smart, Embiid is the guy, and Embiid 
has been that guy. He just needed, he just also just needs help. And it also helps that he's damn near dropping 30 points a game. Right. I think last time I, last time I checked, he was at 29 points, like seven, one or something like that. As far as, as far as the scoring was concerned, that was, I think that was last week though. But like you take a um, out of Philly, they are not where they are in the standings. No, no, absolutely no, not. Not at all. Not at but all. But you can say that you can say the same about uh about Giannis too. If you take Giannis out of that's true out of Milwaukee, I mean they're and they play they play each other. That's their next game, the Bucks and Sixers. The so, problem is the problem is with that though. Giannis is, has a crazy uh, resume right now. And like he's only like 26. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think this next game, after whoever shuts who down, I think it's going to adjust the ranking. You know, I think if Giannis shuts down and beat, I think he could jump up to number one, but vice versa as well. If Embiid shuts down Giannis, Embiid will, will probably lock in his number one position there. They're not gonna give the they're not gonna give the MVP to Giannis because they've already voted for him multiple times in a row. I mean, so? and it's, it's much like look, it's much like LeBron, man. There's been LeBron a lot of times four post, or five MVPs. There's, there's been there's been plenty of times post um like post Miami era that you could make the argument for LeBron and they haven't given it to him. It doesn't matter. I don't really I don't care. And I don't I mean, think he cares either. He might, I mean, but I don't I don't know. KD, huh? Yeah, Kevin Durant got it 2015. No, no, Kevin Durant didn't get it 2015. Yeah, he did. Kevin Durant got it 2014. Who got it 2014? Steph. Steph. Oh yeah, and then 2016, Steph went back to back. Yeah, and then 2017 was Russ. 18 Harden. I mean, you. Mm -hmm. I mean, Steph. That was definitely Steph's those two years. Like he was going crazy. Yeah, you can say how he played in the finals or whatever, but there's no question. That was his during the regular season. Like, I agree. Um, yeah, but I feel like right now, yeah, it's hard to. There's no like definitive like this guy's just above everyone this year. I feel like everybody's just playing at an MVP level. You could argue Embiid. I will. Uh, you could argue Ja. I'll and, I'll say this. Giannis. If Philly if Philly loses. It's a hit on it's a it's a hit on Joel and B, but I don't think it pushes Giannis to the to like the top of the MVP. I don't if, know, man. It, it, if they Philly, don't, if if Philly wins though, Embiid Embiid may be the clear cut favorite at the at the end of the at, towards the end of the regular season. I think it's I think it's more of a I think it's more of Embiid's MVP to lose. Right, I can see that. But I I mean I don't even think it matters if either team wins or loses, I think it, it's going to come down to stats at this point because yeah. the way the the way the rankings are, they're what? Eastern Conference Bucks are third, Sixers are fourth. So, I mean, rankings are, are right there. They're tied in rankings, so I don't think that'll necessarily come into, a, come into play. I think it's going to be who locks down who and who stops who from scoring and having a, a pop-off game, you know? Well, I think it also matters as far as standards are concerned because you want to I, – I think it's not about necessarily who you want to avoid, but who – like what you're going to have the easiest path to the Eastern Conference Finals and True. the Finals. So, obviously, obviously, if you're either one of these teams, you 
obviously you want to win, but I think, I think it matters more for uh, Philly's confidence because a lot of those players on Philly's side still have to deal with the repercussions that happened last year, because technically last year they should have been fighting for the birth of the NBA finals with Milwaukee instead of Atlanta in Milwaukee, which was still completely odd, but whatever. <laughs> that shouldn't even been whatever, what it was, but um, you have a year of experience and you don't have Ben Simmons anymore. So you should be able to make the proper adjustments that you weren't able to make last year. So I think it matters more for Philly than it does for Milwaukee because Milwaukee's already done it before. Yeah. So Milwaukee doesn't really need to be like, oh, like we need this game. They've already seen the promised land. They've already got the job done. So um, that's that's kind of my take on that. Um, I do think that this game, is how, you, how Justin said earlier, matters as far as not necessarily the MVP, but the scoring title because the scoring title is close. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what uh, Philly LeBron did today. One? LeBron's number one. Uh, LeBron dropped another thirty-nine points tonight. So I think. Uh, let me take a look at no that. See the. Whew, I, I think it's dope that he's going for it, but the problem is with the Lakers is just. Uh, I don't even want to get into it, man. LeBron stat padding. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I think about stat padding. Like, I don't get that argument. Because like, if they're win- if, if the Lakers are the never one seed, no one's going to bat an eye about his stat padding. They're going to praise it. But since they're losing, he's stat padding out all of a sudden. I never understood that argument. I never you know? understand it either. I never understand it either. I mean, there are some games where it's like LeBron's still in the game for some reason, and he's – taking these layups that don't mean anything as far as the outcome of the game. So I'm like, I try to win though. You know, he's not going to just give up, you know, like, Oh, the game. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because NBA Twitter has like rotted a part of my brain that I can't get back, but I, I don't know. I don't know. So the scoring leaders right now, Gotham city. (laughs) I, hey, that's a nice, that's a that's a nice step for people to look at our yeah, <laughs> it's a nice little step up for people to talk about our older our older uh, episodes. So the scoring leaders right now are LeBron at thirty point one, Joel Embiid at twenty nine point nine, and Giannis at twenty nine point seven. So uh, the game that right. Justin was referring to with Philly years. and with with Philly and uh, the Bucks is really important as far as the scoring title is concerned as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, if LeBron keeps dropping 39, 40 points, I, I could see him actually winning this damn thing. But that seems like that's the only title my Lakers are going to win this year. <laughs> it happens. And it's, it, it's, a, it's a sad time, man. I'm just going to drink my uh, rum chata and just, just quietly go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is some, some sad times, man. Hey, LeBron's gonna get scoring title. He's second all time in scoring, which is still crazy to me. Cause like the people he surpassed are known to be like scores. Like you think Kobe, you think of scoring. You think of Michael Jordan, you think of scoring. Uh Carl Malone, you're thinking of him scoring. When you think of LeBron, you're not thinking about scoring necessarily. 
He's not. He's a facilitator. His playmaking ability and stuff. Like it's it's, it's crazy because he can obviously score, but like his narrative has always been as a passer for some reason. Yeah, LeBron. And he's, he's this is coming from top scoring. I was like, where does it come from? <laughs> this this is coming from somebody who's like a who's like a really big LeBron fan. LeBron always feels like it, LeBron always looks like he's uncomfortable to score. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else kids like gets that feeling whenever he like shoots the basketball, but it's just like anytime he is scoring, unless it's like a dunk, it just looks like it's just out of place. You're just like LeBron, like you're you're scoring, like, and like yeah. I like I need you to score. I need you to score, but it's like. I, I know this is not what you want. If LeBron could, he'd have that season like he did a couple years ago before you know everything got canceled due to COVID, where he was averaging 25 points and like 11 assists. I love that type of LeBron. I mean, I, I like the LeBron where he's dropping like 50 points too. But you know, I mean, again, we don't always Toronto, see that at all. You know, he was um he looked pretty coachable player against Toronto in 2018. <laughs> Bro, I don't you know that. That's when I was hyped, man. You know, there was a lot of things that was happening, man. You know, I vividly, Avengers Infinity War was coming out. You know, and there was there was a, there was a so lot. I vividly um, remember a nice, oh, a sorry. nice little fact while I was looking stuff up um, was that this is the closest score, one of the closest scoring titles <clears throat> in the history of the NBA. I think only one has been closer, but we're since 1985. This is the closest one to hit the NBA scoring mm. title tracker. Um, sitting at 0.16, uh, and the closest one was back in 97 or 77. I apologize, 77, 78, which was 0.07, which is crazy to think about. But you know, I just wanted to drop that quick little fact because I think it's kind of neat. I think it's kind of neat too, and especially for LeBron's case because LeBron should not be scoring like this at age 37, much like Sam said earlier. Oh, that brings up. That just made me think of something. Um, so, are players better than they were back then, or is defense worse, or, is both, defense, or can both things worse. be true? Both things can be true. No, I I say defense has gotten worse uh, because you you gotta think about it. Back in the day, dudes were fucking throwing punches down the paint. It was yeah, it was a lot more rough back in the day to where it made it a little bit harder to score. Nowadays they have all the all these rules and and you know foul calls that you can get, but well, you also got to think about it. You also got to think about it like this though. There's more possessions in the game than there were back in the day. The game was slower. That's true. Back in the day, that's true. But so um, the game has kind of been structured that way to be faster and be more offensive oriented. Because that's just entertainment. At the end of the day, this is an entertainment league, and offense is going to sell tickets. So they kind of um, give the offensive players a little bit of more advantage. Uh, like, I don't know, bro. If if I could see Ja hit blocks, uh, grabbing blocks off the backboard every fucking possession, I think I'd watch every oh, yeah. single game. People love defense. I think, I think defense, the I think defense loves sells offense, too. Though. I think defense sells too, especially because, but it also depends on um, – it depends on the fan base and depends on – yeah. what team it is so like justin was talking about earlier memphis is memphis is known for what the grind yeah and when i started watching basketball when i really started watching it because i was i've been all i've been always watching it 
you know, at least from what I remember. I mean, I still remember, you know, back in the day, like my mom and dad were wearing like Kobe shirts. My dad was also wearing like, you know, the three-peat Chicago Bulls stuff. And then eventually we were going to be in the San Antonio Spurs fan. Um, we've, it's always been on the TV. So, but so it's a history um, of bandwagonism. Wow. Wow. <laughs> not only not only did he just take a shot at you, he took the shot at wow. everybody in your bloodline. Jesus. That is that is coming crazy. Throat. Mom and dad, if you, yeah. if, you, uh, if you listen to this episode, I apologize in your chat. That is wow. But I started watching basketball really intently in the 2009-2010 season. And mm-hmm. then I've started watching it ever since. So I was watching Memphis when they had Zach Randolph and O.J. Mayo and Tony Allen, Rudy Gay, things of that nature. They were they were real, real nasty. Um, I think even that year, uh, the Spurs were number one seed and they beat the Spurs in uh, first round of the playoffs. So uh, they've always been known... OKC. Yeah, they, 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 they've always been known. They've always been known for their grind. So, yeah. uh, you know, they were so that grind comes in part with defense. So uh, 10 years ago, you weren't seeing these scores that you do now yeah. in regulation. You, you don't see 124 to one to 132 or 147 to 141. You didn't see that in regular and, and like a span of 48 minutes. You didn't see that. Yeah. You, you'd be lucky if you you'd be lucky if you saw 100 100 to like 97 you, you'd be lucky if you saw that so um defense i think defense sells but just like how sam said um you know it's all about entertainment so obviously they're going to do it with hand checking they're going to do away with certain fouls or certain certain no calls and everything so they're going to make sure they rat, ratchet it up and um i will say i will say that it is partly LeBron's responsibility and Golden State's responsibility as why the pace is what it is now. True. Because LeBron, LeBron found out when he was in Miami that he really thrives with a bunch of shooters, three and D shooters. Um, the Warriors, while LeBron was over there winning chips in Miami, they were slowly building that concept. Yeah, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. People used to say you live by the three, you die by the three. I haven't heard that term since the Golden State dynasty started. <laughs> like when they started their dynasty, I stopped hearing that term. <laughs> For real. Well, the thing, the <laughs> thing about like Golden State was people thought they took a lot of threes because they made a lot of threes. But what happened too is they would shut you down and then pick you apart in the inside. Okay. So if they had an open shot from three, they're going to take it. And, you know, you have a player like Steph Curry, you have a player like Clay Thompson, and even even in uh, his glory days, uh, Draymond Green would be known to hit like three or four threes. So you had no, you I mean, had no way ring. Play was like, um, was basically pure basketball, like the way they had the screens and passing the ball. Defenders mm-hmm. getting tired, like you try to chase his step all night, and he just, come on. It's tough. Y- y'all seen that video of the, uh, uh, when it was just they they just had Steph out on the court uh, in like the actual league they just had Steph but it was when your coach tells you that you got to guard Steph and the motherfucker was guarding him in his uh, bedroom. bedroom. Oh yeah, that shit was funny. As hell. <laughs> I was dying when I saw that. It was. I feel like 
And then, like, the modern-day defender, you know, I feel like players aren't that good as at defense or they don't work on that defense like that. Like they're trying to... Nah, because in order for you to be on the court, you got you to gotta be able to score. Yeah. You can't yeah. score. What the hell are you on the court for? Like, you got to do defense and uh, be able to do offense. Like, they want you to – that's why all, all these uh, 3 and D players get, like, the most money almost. Like for like a regular starter, not like an all star. If you're three and D, mm. you're gonna make big bucks. And like um, players, like um, and at the same time, if you really do focus on defense, you're gonna stand out because the average player isn't playing. So that's why uh, mm. Pat Beverly is still getting checked. So man, Pat Beverly just loud. His breast stink, bro. <laughs> Come on now, nah, bro. Nah, bro, he got he to gotta catch this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, uh, that's why Kawhi was so uh, – Kawhi Leonard was so polarizing because, like, like, he was the epitome of 3 and D, but he did more than that. He hit the mid-range, and then he locked you up. So, yes. Yeah, uh, I mean, in the playoff times, obviously, defense is uh, better. But as far as the regular season goes, it seems like um, a lot of players, like, just take plays off. Because it's the regular season. I mean, everybody yeah. everybody who knows, they're just like, man, like, why am I trying to go so, you know, ratchet it up? Unless it's like a really big game, I guess like a rival or something, or it's like a really big marquee game. Like, why? Why? Yeah. I mean, you even see but, um, in the All-Star game, um, when they changed up the format, the All-Star game started getting a lot closer because there's mm-hmm. uh, actually a sense of stake and pride. So they're actually mm-hmm. being played. So... LeBron five and zero since that new play, play, playoff format. For, for real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, LeBron, KD, LeBron been, KD has, uh, hasn't been in a new format yet. He's been hurt. LeBron knows how to pick his team, man. LeBron knows how to pick his team. Yeah, yeah, like GM All Star teams. <laughs> I don't know about yeah, his bruh. <laughs> bruh, don't even get me started, man. The question is now: Are we actually gonna make the fucking play in, bro? I, I don't want us to, man. I do not want us to. Real question is, um, who's getting fired in the offseason? Who's getting traded? Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel's <laughs> getting fired. And I think Everybody's it's unfortunate. <laughs> I think it's unfortunate that Frank Vogel's gonna get like the 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 brunt of this just because he deserves it. <laughs> um I, I yes and no, only because you know, like when you end up having like a group project. And it I mean, seems like the teacher had pretty much. Well, like, listen though, listen though. But because so, AD being hurt is a big factor, Anthony yeah. Davis is a big factor. And it's and it's like, you know, when you get, like, you you in this class, right? And um, the teacher kind of feels it almost feels like the teacher sets you up for failure by sending <laughs> you up with like two of the people that you know are like dumb as hell or they just didn't care in the class, and you have to pull something out your ass with what you got. Like I feel like that's what Frank Vogel is trying to do with some of the some of the things that he has. I mean, people sit there and eat. I can't even say people because I do it too. I comment on some of the rotations that he has, and I'm just like, well, why didn't you? You're getting killed on the glass. Why? Like, where's Dwight Howard? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, you, or you know, they're 24 the other day. Yeah, I'm like, okay, so you know that you know that they're they're you know killing you 
on the pick and roll? Why don't you have people that why, why don't you have like players that are comparable in size and like wingspan so that you can switch on the pick and rolls because you guys love to switch and things of that nature. I'm like, like just 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 why? And Frank Vogel was just like, well, I just, you know, I'm, I'm playing with what I got. I'm just like, I just like there was a Taylor Horton Tucker signing tonight. I, I why do we have so much stock in Taylor Horton Tucker? I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I just I, I and, and then it's 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 sad because this is one of LeBron's best scoring years in a while. And either they're gonna miss the playoffs entirely or they're gonna get bounced in like four or five games to Phoenix. Like I, I it it is sad. It is extremely sad. So he Frank Vogel will have, will will go. I think Russell Westbrook will go. They will actually they will find some way, shape, or form to make sure he's gone. <laughs> um, and much like it, much like uh, Justin said, you know, even as a joke, most most of everybody on that team is gone, except for obviously LeBron, and Anthony Davis. Philly, like you have to find some way to keep Malik Monk, and you have to find some way to keep Carmelo. You don't want Carmelo going off with somebody else. With somebody else, you don't want to do that. So um, I don't know. Just because I am not too, uh, I'm not too fond of our president of basketball operations, and I'm not talking about Genie Bus. Um, How does it feel um, seeing um, Kuzma going off, uh, Josh Hart dropping forty, <laughs> Brandon Negri? Man, I, I, I mean, don't that was get it, man. Though, so you traded that for a I championship. Mean, we, yeah, you got a chip out of it, but like I've been telling everybody else, I think Kuzma was unfairly uh criticized i think kcp was unfairly criticized you should have paid alice caruso i mean i i don't i don't know what the hell's the thing is like alice caruso said he was willing to take a pay cut and everything and lakers still said no i don't i don't get it there's there was reports that a deal was damn near done for them to get uh demar Derozan. And it didn't fall through because they were looking at fucking Russell Westbrook. I just, ah, dog. I just. I mean, let's be real. The Lakers have been done uh, since um, Jerry Buss died, the original owner. Yeah. Then Kobe retired, and then LeBron came and spared the Lakers by coming there, and uh, you know, working his uh, LeGM magic, and uh, you know, squeezing the championship out of it, but. Um, other than that, the Lakers have been done, and they just need to. Whoever's running their front office, um, they used to. They just need to revamp that whole thing. Because, but, but like, what would you? They can't attract players. I mean, somehow it's a miracle they got LeBron there, and then Magic. It's because of Magic them. Johnson, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally because of. It's literally because of Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson got him there if it wasn't if it wasn't for magic johnson i just uh, i would have went to the knicks <laughs> bro i just i i don't i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it it'll be interesting seeing the lakers post lebron i mean assuming ad is still there and his his team they give him the keys i mean that'll probably be like a just like a average team but, um, they'll be an average team, but they won't be any. They won't be anything, man. They'll be like Cleveland. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm like that right now because LeBron, 
has the tendency to, and this is like my biggest pet peeve with LeBron. I think he's great, but this is my biggest pet peeve with him is that he tends to bring in all these superstars and give them all, give them these high paying contracts. And then he just dips out once he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to get anything from here. And this team is at its cap. So let me go to another team and, you know, and, and let's see if I can make something happen with those guys there. And if not, He's just gonna keep doing the same thing. He's a team destroyer. <laughs> is it well? I mean, you live with it, you die it's, with it's, it. You get a championship it's a out of slope. it. You basically sell yeah, your you soul get a championship, for a championship or two out of it. Yeah, <laughs> you get a championship. You get a championship or two out of it. I, I think. I think the reason why <laughs> that happens though is because he does. He, I think he does that because he doesn't want to be like how he was in Cleveland the first time. He didn't have necessarily much of a say so when he was in Cleveland the first time. Right. Um, I, when he was in Cleveland the first time, they were, and, and a lot of people don't really know this, but I think Sam knows this. And I think, you know, they talked about it a lot, you know, like back in the day for ESPN first take. Dan Gilbert, like, I think it was his last year in Cleveland. And this is how old this is. Um, they could have got a prime Amari Stoudemire. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, they could have got a prime Amari I remember that. They got Antoine and, uh, Jameson instead. <laughs> yeah, they so they got Antoine Jameson instead. So Amari Stoudemire is basically how we view Anthony Davis, just more healthy. Y'all could have like the damage, the, 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 the like the damage that LeBron and Amari Stoudemire could have done. It not even just in the East. That probably would have been a guaranteed like finals appearance against whoever whoever it was in the finals. That was so, crazy because he Amari um, ended up going to New York and before he got hurt, he was uh he was making New York relevant. Yeah. So so you got Antoine Jameson instead of Amari Stoudemire. <laughs> and what did you do? You didn't even play Antoine Jameson. You didn't even play him in the playoffs. And LeBron made that comment. You know, if you wanted to ride with him, that's fine. But you got to play him. And they didn't play him at all. So LeBron was like, screw this. You know, I have to keep fighting. I have to keep facing Boston every year. I have to keep dealing with that big-ass dude in Dwight Howard every single year. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I don't blame him for doing that. I don't blame him for doing that at all. I mean, it, and, There's you know, you are. Stoudemire trade, because at the time, um, you know, I didn't, um, I wasn't as knowledgeable about basketball as I am now. You know, I just thought he was like an all-star. But I didn't um I didn't really think about the po- potential impact he would have had in uh, Cleveland. Now that I think about it, they would have been running. <laughs> they would have been running. Listen, listen, there is some universe out there that we're not a part of. That <laughs> that trade happened, and LeBron LeBron was ransacking folks in Cleveland the first time. Because at it's that like, point in time, um, Boston, um, you know. Unfortunately, we're slowly falling off because KG was hurt that year. Then um, 2010, we made it back to the finals. Um, that, but that was our last finals. Um, 2011, 2011, the Bulls were kind of rising up. But by that, by 2011, LeBron's in Miami. But like between yeah. 09 and 10 was like that window for LeBron to do something in Cleveland. Because they made it all the way to the uh, – it was against us. It was against the Celtics. And that yeah. was his last series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I think it was you know, pretty good, though. <laughs> and that 0-9 with Dwight, Dwight was going off. 
your big three was good. I the thing is, it's like I don't think I don't think you would have been able to deal with a, a, a LeBron and Amari Stoudemire duo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, especially with everything else that was happening. I mean, Amari Stoudemire. We're not even gonna talk about LeBron because LeBron's LeBron. Amari Stoudemire was a beast that year, bro. Yeah, he went before been he been like, like what you said before he got before he got hurt. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like Paul Pierce and LeBron always offset each other. People yeah. always want to talk down on Paul Pierce. LeBron, like LeBron had his days. Paul Pierce had his days too. Yeah, Amari Stoudemire and. Uh, Kevin Garnett would have offset each other because then you because then you just have to worry about role players. Yeah, are your I mean, role Rondo players was, better than Cleveland? Rondo was going to come up too though. It yeah, been yeah a, he was. Would have been a because then I think we pushed Cleveland pushed us to like six games in 2010, six or five games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six that, games. Uh, that definitely would have made a difference. Uh, yeah, yeah, y'all had a uh, Shaq. <laughs> bro, I don't want to talk about it, bro. <laughs> bro, I don't want to. We. We we had Shaq's ghosts. We didn't have Shaq. Stop. But uh, stop. Yeah, LeBron. Then LeBron. Cause LeBron don't even like the owner. Like when he came back to Cleveland, it wasn't even for the owner. He just did. He it. wouldn't even talk to him. He just did it for. He the wouldn't city. even talk to him, bro. Like I heard there was multiple reports where if uh, Dan Gilbert wanted to talk to LeBron, LeBron sent somebody else to go talk to him. <laughs> like, right. and but, I and I understand. I understand your with, uh, point about that, Justin. Yeah, to go with his because, point, you see how Kyrie yeah. got up out of there because he saw it coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a there's a lot of points where you know LeBron gets people paid, and I think a lot of it also has to do with LeBron probably needs to be better about uh, foresight in some of these players because sometimes some of these players only play hard because they're not getting paid that much. <clears throat> Once you help them get a contract. They, and it's and a lot of their money is guaranteed, you know, they kind of lose their spark. And they also, mm. you know, they're also just like, all right, and and I get a chip out of this, and LeBron's gonna make this easier for me. Why do I need to try as hard? And then, you know, LeBron's kind of just like, uh, okay. Actually, you know, very active. I mean, uh, but that's why they have incentives there as well. They have um, yeah, incentives and they have season incentives and stuff like that. Yeah. To where it's so, like, Shit like that doesn't happen, because um, you know, you know damn well if it's just LeBron out there, which it, he's kind of doing it now. But if it's if it's LeBron and four other dudes out there, LeBron's not gonna have that shit. He's gonna be yelling at guys and fucking, and then we're gonna, you know, you're gonna have nobody out there with LeBron, and he's just gonna be out there by himself playing with five playing five dudes. That's pretty much what it looks like now. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I I mean I mean like when's the last time you heard the name Stanley Johnson? You know he was playing for like the Pistons in 2016. Most people now he was out of the league for a minute. Yeah, he was out of the league. Most people don't even know who that was, bro. DJ Augustine. I mean, bro, he was playing for the Magic. DJ Augustine was like, come on, man, come on, man. Oh, like, might as well uh, bring back Michael Beasley. Bro, bro. Hey, I mean, I mean, I, I did. At this point, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask on Iverson to give me a couple minutes off the bench. <laughs> Shit, it's like it's like all right, Tyron Lou, you was playing for the Lakers like in 2001. Go ahead and get that jersey back on, son. Like, like, come on, man. Just, I just, I, just, I don't know. I don't know. All I, all I know is they need to get back into a defensive mindset because they were at their best 
when they have a bunch of. LeBron should just retire, not because he's not good anymore, but just because like he doesn't really have a chance at a ring anymore. Like he should just pass up Kareem and then retire. Like just go out on top. (laughs) I kind of feel that. I I was I was telling my boy the other day. No, he's not retiring. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, he he he. He said it himself. He's not going to retire until he gets to play at least one season with the Suns. Yeah, I mean that'd be that. That's going to be dope to see. But I was telling my boy, I could see because he's because he's at that point where like he's a really good scorer. Like I, I can't even say like you know prolific like Kevin Durant or anything, but he's gotten a lot better as far as being a scorer. I could see him having a chance at a chip with the right team, but the but he needs to. It needs to be in doctrine, like how it is with the uh, Phoenix Suns. You have a bunch of young players that can shoot and can defend, and they want to defend, and they're surrounded by someone old—not like old, old, but they're old, like Chris Paul. That needs to happen for LeBron. You know, someone like like team, like a team that you know you're surrounded by young guys that can kind of do what needs to be done and still keep it going. Because LeBron's notorious for having a bunch of older guys, and I understand why because. They're seasoned. You're not having to worry about them as far as playoff pressure or anything. I get it. But you need young guys. You need young guys. And so uh, I think he he has a window because of how good he is as far as a facilitator and and even a score. But it all depends on what they do with him in L.A. And he just just stab had this. Just get his numbers up. Like no more rings, just just enjoy his time in LA, play that year with Brownie, and just ride off into the sunset. See, like, he gonna mess around <laughs> when he plays with, when he plays with Brownie. They like, the team is gonna end up drafting Brownie. is probably like Indiana or something. He's gonna like book it to Indiana or some shit. Like otherwise, he's gonna have to just Tom Brady this situation and just go to a stack team. <laughs> yeah, but then people are gonna. People- going to diminish his legacy for doing that too i mean they already you know, diminished it for that reason <laughs> i mean pe- people can't people can't sit there and keep his name Brooklyn. from for, stop stop <laughs> go to state. Yeah, even go to Golden state that would be fun nah nah <laughs> i couldn't I'd, I'd have to look at lebron's i'd have to like Put my stuff and like I would put my LeBron stuff up for like a for like a for like a little bit if he ended up doing some shit like that. You go to go. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. I swear you, to God, you I would, would. You would get. Nah, you would get your nope, LeBron. No, nope, first one. Hell no. Quit lying. No. no. Hey, bro. You would. No. You would figure out a way no. to fucking to get mm-hmm. it before it dropped. No. Ain't no way. Ain't no way because I can't wear that blue and gold. In good. Listen. Listen. In good faith, I cannot do that. Because I was bashing Kevin Durant hard for doing <laughs> shit like that, bro. I can't do that. I hey, can't man, do that. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't judge you for it, but you yes, know. you would. Yes, you would. The whole, you the whole right entire community you. would, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. He don't do that. You know what he should do? He should just be like, you know what? I'm gonna help out Dame. He should go to Portland. He's like, well, help, let me help you. He needs to go to. He needs to go to Memphis. Yeah, look, Grizzlies. Look, if he, he just do some random. Go to the Kings. If he, he should go listen, to the Kings yes. and win the championship. Fucking go to the Kings. If he went the championship, I swear, the listen, Kings, I'm gonna go. tell you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I already pictured. I already have him as like my goat. But if he goes to like Portland or some shit, and he wins a chip over there, bro. I'm be like, all right, that's that. That's it, bro. That's it. 
That's it. He he helped Dame get a chip, bro. It don't matter. It don't matter. It's like done. He's, he's got to do something crazy, like go to New York and just get the Knicks a championship. <laughs> if he went to New York and they win a chip, bro, yeah, he's I wouldn't know what to do, bro. I, I wouldn't know what to do. You're winning every I, argument. I look like, good in blue. And I look good in blue and orange. I look good in blue and orange. So I probably I play. Like I'd I'd have to get like a I had to get like a white New York jersey like on the low, a I mean, white orange because I look good uh, in like blue orange. The blue and orange Cleveland jerseys was nice though. Yeah, well, that was like back in the day, bro. That's that's the Mitchell and Ness jerseys. They, they don't have those jerseys. no more. Like the jerseys they got in Cleveland now is so ugly. They ass, bro. The Lakers jerseys are ugly too. Like it's not even gold anymore. It's like a highlighted yellow. The purple. Yeah, don't remind me. I, don't remind purple me, jerseys I bought, are disgusting. I, bought one. I hate the purple jerseys. I, I bought I bought that yellow jersey. I bought the like the bought the yellow jersey when I was uh in in LA when I saw the Lakers game, and I was just like, man, I can't wear this too often, man. This this is really yellow, bro. This is this is extremely right. yellow. I, I like the I like those blue jerseys they got. Yeah, the blue, the blue ones. Are hard they to they only brought them back for last year. I like the they purple. Ones. They only, I like the the purple and white ones that with the stars on them. Those are nice. Uh huh. You like you like those ones? Yeah, I like those because it kind of reminds me of the blue I, ones. Uh, I mean, I can see it. I, I mean, and, I can um, see it. All right. The black mama jerseys are obviously uh, top. You mean the ones they never? You mean the ones they never put on sale for like the rest of the masses? You know, yeah. those, those ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. Did you I get that in a knockoff one, bro? Huh? Yeah, no one could tell. It's a jersey. Nah, just, just, just get a knockoff one, huh? Yeah. Just, well, who's gonna know? I mean, still, still it, put, I'll know. I don't know, man. It might fail. Hey, bro, if I ever, machine. if I ever see you out with one of those on, bro, I'm calling you out loud as fuck too. See? I'm like, hey, see? bro, I know see? that's a knockoff. See, that's, that's that's what I'm talking about, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Jersey, bro. That's what I'm talking about. See, he's he's the type of person. He's that type of person, man. No, no, but, no, I don't do that. I don't do that on the regular. I'm just gonna do it to you because we're having this conversation. Oh yeah, sure, sure, okay. I'll, I'll gladly wear a fake jersey if the material, as long as the material, you know, isn't weak. You know, I don't want it to be ripping off when I wash it or nothing. <laughs> he he can have like in- a he can have like a, a knitted sweater one. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at those man on eBay. Stop. <laughs> but uh we kind of got off the track but uh yeah, way off track <laughs> yeah just 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 a tad bit but um yeah that's kind of a little bit of our uh playoff East and West <laughs> yeah um so we will go ahead and probably just close this off for this time um like I said it's always been a pleasure working with uh my two associates here, not really working because it's really fun. I wouldn't really call this work at all. But uh, much like a lunch table, we always, you know, try to grab a special guest and then end up becoming like an actual, you know, person that we can work with and make this a little more interesting with us. We'll definitely have to update that uh, that animated picture that we have on Spotify and uh, Apple Music or Apple Podcasts since we have another individual now. Oh, yeah. But uh Appreciate having you guys. Um, yes, sir. Yes, like we sir. like we said, you know, we're working towards forty people. We're trying to get fifty people. When we get fifty people, we have a special episode coming in mind, whatever that is. But uh, 
It's been the NBA playoff preview. Um, and we will see you next week. This is Donovan Mitchell signing off. Signing off, Samuel. Justin Basky, we're out. Yeah. You're...